0: hi people there it is square Enix let me get the audio down from this press conference
1: you're gonna, you gonna silence that jam yes
0: I'm definitely silencing <laughs> that jam <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go that square Enix says uh, e3 2021 press conference uh, you you were a good sleuth there you had figured out right in the middle there that that might be it and it mm-hmm. was indeed it um, I thought it might be a little longer. Um, But they did, in contrast to what I complained about with the Xbox and Bethesda press conference, it spent time with the games. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm a little surprised how much time it spent with the Life is Strange franchise, uh, because it's kind of low-key, sells okay. Uh, It's not the type of uh, franchise that's going to change your fortunes in a a quarter, a financial quarter. Although it does
1: win stuff, it gets attention. It gets write-ups and more mainstream stuff because it's story-driven and diverse and has interesting ideas. Yep.
0: Kick things off with Guardians of the Galaxy, um, under development by Autos Montreal. We had pontificated that maybe they were working on something else, like maybe a Tomb Raider. Nope. It, in fact, was Guardians of the Galaxy. Matt, I think we're both big fans of that IP. How do Mm -hmm. you feel about how it's being handled here? Uh, I feel better than than Avengers. (laughs) Um, I mean, I'm trying to set my expectations accurately because I was also excited for Avengers when mm -hmm. I first saw it. Um, And so I don't want to get my hopes up too high. And I I was pretty
1: underwhelmed by Avengers when I first saw it. I felt better about it after I played the beta. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, This looks like much more, I mean, because the part it was trying to mitigate sort of what Avengers was versus what I thought Avengers should have been in terms of genre and style of game, Guardians is much more along the lines of what I, if you hand me the Marvel license, that is basically what I would make. You know, a story-driven action RPG focusing on character and spectacle, Um, as opposed to what Avengers was, which was an attempt to milk money from us for years on end in the form of a very limited action action RPG framework plastered into a free-to-play model that was still charging me 70 bucks right um this looks like more an, an, a, a proper treatment of uh, of the marvel property to me um we'll see you know obviously there's 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 a lot more to it like is it gonna be any good we got our hands on how does it feel to play da, 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 da. but this is definitely more what i was th- picturing in my head when they said we have the marvel license and we're having crystal dynamics and idos montreal make games out of them Mm-hmm um i'd agree with that yeah i wish i mean look the campaign in avengers was i thought pretty good yeah i enjoyed it but it would have been better if it had been part of a game that was built to be a single more of a single player more co-op driven yeah you know story driven action game because like the problem with avengers is no matter how much you like the story how much you like that you're sort of like you're playing that game part of my problem with and part of the reason i don't like to go back to it is like you can feel the constraints of what that game was designed to be in terms of a bite-sized mission section to grind for loot to keep you coming back and logging in every day to do stupid meaningless missions over and over mm-hmm. again. And there's no structure to it, there's no you know there's not going to be any surprises. You know, you know what that game can do and what it can pull off even after the giant claw comes out of the the ground and the in the Wakanda thing. That boss fight is just be running around on the ground, dodging yeah. guys. Go, sm- You know, he's gonna be smashing stuff and shooting the sound beam. And says, yeah. there's there's no there's no room for uh, for improvisation in terms of what you're designing as a mission in the Avengers game. This looks like it's more freeform. They can do some bigger stuff in it, um, just because they're not tied into having to be, you know, a co-op online co-op you know, game. It's just it's. They limited themselves ridiculously with Avengers uh, in terms of what that game is in a, in a when treating a property that should have no limits. Uh, Guardians looks like much more of what I would want a Marvel game to be.
0: How big of a deal is it they don't have the likenesses and the voices from the films?
1: I don't think it is one really. Yeah, it doesn't
0: uh, I, Maybe I got over the hump with Avengers or somewhat. whatever. I
1: mean, you also like those the, the, those characters look much more like themselves because the only one who has really has an actor's face that is recognizable is Peter. is is Star-Lord yeah the others you know I mean obviously you associate um, um, Bautista and uh, um, um, who's Gamora I'm I'm blanking on the actress I don't remember her name Uh, but you yeah but they're under makeup and this you know Rocket is a CG character uh, uh, Groot is a CG character that was the
0: voice that stood out the most to me yeah, different.
1: well, nobody can do Bradley Cooper quite the way Bradley Cooper does. Yeah, but um, it's good enough. You know, I, yeah. um, it's it's fine. Uh, and when you know, in action, Star Lord has the mask on anyway, so I don't think. The, and also, like, I don't think it's as you know as vital. Um, because you know, I like the Guardian stuff a lot, but it's not as recognizable as Robert Downey Jr., who's a world, yeah. you know, a, a movie star from before the the Avengers stuff. Or even Chris Evans, who is just sort of defines that character. Chris Pratt certainly defines Star Lord, but Star Lord's uh, appearance doesn't really shake me as much as looking like kind of the you know Captain America bought from a Walgreens kind of thing (laughs) that that was sort of in play before. Or Chris Hemsworth not looking like you know Thor not not looking like Chris Chris Hemsworth. Um, And again, you know, I I feel like
0: they've hit the tone. Accurately. The tone,
1: the tone was more accurate. The writing seems pretty good, not as good yeah. as the films, but pretty good. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get James Gunn for these, yeah. But um, uh, it's good enough. And also, the, the Guardians is a more malleable franchise because yeah. they were re- they were redefined by the films so much. I Makes mean, the people forget Star Lord was gone from continuity for like twenty years until yeah. Annihilation showed up. And even then, like Star Lord had been traditionally. Basically a space cop. Like, he was not... He had no sense of humor. He was sort of a by-the-book guy. He was just, like, sort of... He was There was not a lot... And then, you know, got completely reinvented by the movie. And now, in the comics, Star-Lord is, of course, like the Chris Pratt like he version. he was in the film. Yeah. Um, just like how uh, Iron Man was never a sarcastic, quippy character right. before... Uh, that was Hawkeye's job. That's one of the reasons Hawkeye has nothing to do in the Avengers movies is because he's supposed to be the sarcastic <laughs> His comedy His role was taken over by and, Iron and, Man. And Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. took that as part of Tony Stark's character because yeah. he needed the It is interesting how
0: actors can form yeah. these characters that then gets reflexively reflected yeah. back okay. in the comics.
1: Well, Robert, Nine years ago, Robert Downey Jr. made an offhand ad-lib on the Avengers set about wanting to eat shawarma, and now there's two shawarma restaurants yeah. at Disneyland. <laughs> like, That's crazy. What we do in life echoes in eternity. It does. Yeah. And sometimes that is just what Disney tries to feed you at their theme parks. But yeah. like, it's amazing how even the littlest things in some of these movies had impact on the pop culture. Yeah. Um, which is ironic considering we just talked about Avatar yesterday, which did the opposite. Yeah, yeah.
0: I think my biggest concern um, with Guardians of the Galaxy, having, again, watched footage and not played it, the combat does look a little, little janky to me. And I feel like that is something that I've kind of developed over time with being able to watch a game being played and have a vague idea of how it actually feels yeah, to play. It's That's gonna, never 100%, it's gonna,
1: idea. It's going to matter how it feels when you get it in your hands more, I think. Because like I, I can see sort of – I can see the seams under it. Like there's a, there's part of me that looks at that and it's just like, oh, it looks like it's maybe based on some of the same stuff as the Avengers game mm-hmm. in places. Yeah, I felt um, that way too. But again – Which doesn't make sense because they're from – Two different teams. Teams, but but I think they are maybe using the same engine. That's possible. Um, But the, uh, you know, not that that necessarily matters, but, like, um, but I did, I thought of Biomutant, where, like, it wasn't until I got that first, you know, first, Play of Biomutant when I pushed the analog stick forward and the character moved the way it moved and I was like oh no oh that doesn't feel good like it's it, you can you can you, you don't always know like you have an instinct for it but I'm you know I'm not super willing to judge things that early it's you know because Biomutant looked fine it yeah in, the, in, the, it er, in did. the trailers and then like as soon as I got my hands on it and I saw the character move. What a difference for me. Yeah. I went from finishing Bio Mutant
0: to playing Ratchet and Clank yeah, Rift Apart. Change. If you want to play a game that feels good, yeah. and a lot of that too is just the way they handle the Dual Sense. Like mm-hmm. you feel each footstep in the Dual Sense, which is crazy. Yep. But everything that happens in that game, you feel it in your hands. Yeah. like. But it's subtle butter. and it
1: works. And a, yeah. in, in contrast, if you want to see a way that it doesn't work, and this might be because I think I haven't played this on the Dual Sense, I only played it on an Xbox. Mm-hmm. Fallen Order that new patch, oh, yeah. added a lot of rumble features, Like, and so when you start sprinting with Cal, you feel each footstep going right. on. It makes and a through, difference, and through the And through the Xbox controller, it does not work properly. Oh, it, like, doesn't. it feels terrible, because like, huh. there's, no, there's no nuance to the right. vibration on the Xbox controller, yeah. so it just feels like you're <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that gets whereas, annoying after Whereas a I could definitely imagine because I haven't played it on PS5, but I could definitely imagine the same effect on the DualSense which has a lot more nuance to how the vibration works. I bet that would be almost a, a subconscious a subliminal yeah. thing. Like the footsteps in ratchet and clank is right. just like a little tick. You thing. barely notice it's it. It's just a little tick yeah. in your hands. Yeah. The the Xbox controller does not have the fine motor yeah. control literally, the fine motor control yeah. <laughs> no pun to do context. that. Which uh, I don't know. Like I remember a long time ago, you you came up, you brought up the idea of like maybe Microsoft will do a controller that has that kind of more haptic-based feedback, that haptic element. I, I more and more, I think that might be in the it cards. It needs to happen, I think. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you get things like with Fall Order, where it feels like they did the the work on for the DualSense, and yep. they just sort of like straight ported it to the Xbox, and it does not work for me. And I don't want to turn the vibration completely off because. It takes a lot of the other stuff away. Right. but, Like every yeah. time I sprint, I hate it. Like I've yeah. stopped sprinting because huh. I don't like the vibration <laughs> feature when it happens.
0: Well, that's the tough part. It's like it's always an all or nothing. Like I don't like playing yeah. shooters with the DualSense. It's realistic, right. sure. Having a half like cocked and having a resistance, it if you halfway squeeze the it, trigger, it's mm-hmm. realistic. But competitively, I don't like it. Yeah. So it's
1: interesting how much feel has suddenly become uh, a component. Yeah. in a way it wasn't before because yeah. of that.
0: I do feel like the combat in Guardians looks a little off to me. I could yeah. be wrong, but I'm just saying from my experience just, watching yeah, the
1: footage. It's got some ways to go as well. I mean, there's tweaking. Like the there,
0: animation but, isn't its yeah. really
1: smooth. But and, I also don't expect it to be yeah. amazing. You know. Like some of
0: the stuff was kind of awkward. Like it was cool, but awkward. Yeah. Like the and one also, shot where he was sliding on his back and shooting, it's mm. like that's a cool, fun thing to do, but it looked
1: yeah. Off. Also, like like Avengers has a similar sort of – jerky feel in places but i think that combat's a lot of fun yeah i think it feels good so i like the combat in avengers for sure um, i'm not gonna s- completely judge guardians by its animation yeah, me either. Me either. So, i'm excited too. for it i thought it looked good yeah i'm pleased good it's showing. this year like they I'm, showed
0: a ton of it they talked to the people who made it i have a good idea of what it is yeah. like are you surprised the the choice is such a big thing in it in the game does that make sense with the ip do you think
1: yeah i mean that's the last thing they did in a video game with that ip was the telltale game mm-hmm. so like yeah it makes sense to me to carry that forward
0: okay um and then they showed like a couple of reworks of old final fantasy games they showed avengers which in my opinion they ended up focusing on a lot of stuff that i don't care about mm-hmm. and not enough on the stuff that i think a lot of people were looking like where's yeah.
1: spider-man still dude yeah, i mean that's playstation only so maybe that's sony's domain but where's captain marvel she right. was in the, the initial run up too we're coming up on a year I mean, I'll say this: the Wakanda
0: expansion looks bigger than I thought, more robust yeah. than I thought, so that's good. Um, but man, that game
1: is in trouble. And I hope they have. You know, I hope uh, Black Panther plays very differently from the other characters. Like that's he the, has the, to. Yeah, that's Be the better. big thing. What's well, the big thing is they need to differentiate because they've had two Hawkeyes right. in a row. Like that, you need yeah. to, these characters to do different things.
0: Yep, agreed. Um, and then they went and did a little mobile section, Hitman, and near. Mm-hmm.
1: And then they showed Babylon's Fall, for way, in my opinion, for way too long. Yeah, I, Babylon's Fall feels dead in the water to me. Yeah. That's probably because I'm not interested in that kind of game very much, and I'm not a huge Platinum fan, but, like... You're not? No. I
0: thought you were,
1: Matt. Not automatically. I like some of the stuff they've done. Interesting. But I, I, find... I thought you were a big, like, character action player. No. no. Wow, I don't know where I got that from. I, I mean, I know a lot about them. I've played yeah. most of them, but, like, I don't... The thing about character action stuff is, like I find most of the combat systems in those fairly obtuse um mm-hmm. and kind of annoying like like you have to learn a lot to, to play like stuff like that like effectively. Like you have to in Babylon's so Fall though. And to me like <laughs> the only thing I'm going to spend a lot of time learning that like a combat system like that for is I'm playing other, other against other people in a fighting game. Like yeah. I like if I'm just getting like S ranks on Devil May Cry who gives a shit? Like I there's no competition to me there. I'm not I, who am I showing off for at that point yeah. myself? Like I don't yeah. care. I want to get through the game, yeah. um, so that's so. But platinum, like you know, I like near automata, I like uh, some of the stuff they do. But platinum is not an instant interest okay. for me. Um, after seeing I... this,
0: it shouldn't be anyone's instant interest. No, I mean, I'd it just seems plenty. very uninspired. Yeah. It feels like a game where the boss came to them and said, "We need a game with X, Y, and Z." Yeah. You want and a four player co-op. Four player game. co-op, platinum combat with a game as a service that can yeah. live on. And that's yeah. what and you that's get. And That's what you got. Yeah. yeah. It just seems really It's not like, you know, like I didn't like
1: Astral Chain very much, but like at least I see the reason that game existed. existed. Yeah. yeah. It's like the idea makes sense yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, I just didn't like it. Yeah, but like yeah, I but, liked the combat. I thought the story and the plot and
0: all that was yeah, just throwaway. I just away.
1: didn't I I saw where the, I I understand where the combat was going. I just didn't feel the interest or need to learn it yeah. for very similar reasons that I just said. But this is just like All right. feels
0: like a black hole to me.
1: It feel it made me think of too human. Yeah, like in a in a in a obtuse way From just Japan. Sort of like <laughs> Yeah, just sort of like all right. That's a <laughs> Fantasy game where you hit things, cool. Yeah, Godfall. Like, there's not a. Yeah, that's a good example, actually. That's a good comparison.
0: And then Life is Strange. They talked about the remastered collection that's mm-hmm. coming. Um, they talked about the new game that's coming. Demoed the game. Demoed the superpowers for the mm-hmm. new game. Did it increase your interest in it at all?
1: I mean, I don't increase my. Age. I'm already. I'm in for those. I like the Life is Strange games. I like. Like, they're not two. a priority. No, but I'll but play them. I'll get around to playing. it. And I'm glad yeah. that this one is not doing episodic. So, yeah, like I'm more on board with that, like I get the the episodic stuff at its time, but I'm over it. And so is this play not it. even
0: split into episodes? No. It's just
1: one chunk it's just one game, oh, okay.
0: I kind of liked the episodic nature of the old games. I didn't like having to wait to play the next right. one.
1: Like, yeah, if you want to divide if this things divided up into episodes internally, but it all just comes out in one yeah. like I'm fine with that. That's what I'm kind I, of I didn't for. like having I I waited until they were all out to play them all in one chunk. That's what yeah. I would always do.
0: I felt like the episodic nature of I haven't those I even did that with Kentucky actually,
1: Route Zero, which took 5 years. Right. So yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's the other side of the
1: extreme. Yeah.
0: I do feel like structuring these games in that way adds something to them. Yeah, the them.
1: structure for the for that worked in the context of yeah. those games cuz it like you know, it split it up by days or by what whatever. Like, it, was, it, it didn't... It, the episodic, like, structure wasn't my problem. The the, the, the release, the release schedule, schedule, schedule was my problem. Yeah, I'd rather play that. them all at once.
0: I agree. Um, so that's looking promising. I'm pretty excited for that. But yeah. it'll be one of those games that I pick up after I probably finish something else that's bigger.
1: Yeah, because September is looking increasingly crowded.
0: Yep. And then they finished the whole thing off with a game that I still wasn't even 100% convinced was real. Despite all the reports that had come out about it. Final Fantasy Origin... A Dark Souls-like set during the era of the Stranger, first Final Strangers Fantasy, of Paradise
1: or whatever. De- yeah,
0: developed by Team Ninja.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, An input from Nomura.
0: Yeah, I will say this. I was more excited by the concept of it than what I just saw. Yeah, that
1: wasn't... I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old, but there's elements of that. I was like, okay, I get, are you just trying to appeal to 15-year-olds constantly with The corny with voiceover...
0: Like I guess when people say a soul's like too
1: cool, too cool, like main character and stuff. I don't don't
0: just say it's hard. Like I always say, there's a tone
1: there. Like Neo
0: has kind of the same tone as
1: Dark Souls. It's an oppressive darkness to it. There's a there's a nihilism to it. It's dark fantasy. Yeah.
0: I did not. I felt like this was reaching for dark fantasy. It, I
1: mean, it felt like dark fantasy was. If the world felt like dark fantasy, but like the characters they felt they like they were talking. visiting from another game. Yeah, it's like okay. Like, it's like
0: they got teleported. From... I don't
1: know what the. Th- I don't know what Nomura's thing is for putting like modern day people in like fantasy settings, but it doesn't work. It doesn't
0: work. It's very it's a, jarring and odd it looked and like awkward. the
1: Final Fantasy 15 cast like went on a field trip. <laughs>
0: Like, I, yeah, yeah, they're like cosplaying or something. Like the
1: guy, the the, the they're the, at the Ren Fair. Yeah, the smaller, snarky guy on the left was like, "Okay, you're just Prompto with different hair." Yeah, it's, yeah. You know, like it even
0: sounded like the same voice. It might have been. It yeah. might have been. <laughs> yeah, so I was a little disappointed in that.
1: Um, like I'm still interested to play it because like the mechanics seem like they might be something worth it. Um, yeah,
0: because it's made by Team Ninja.
1: But it feel yeah, but it has like this. It has a try-hard to yep. it. Aesthetically, it doesn't really. That the the Dark Soul, the From Software stuff doesn't have.
0: It sounded better on paper than so far it's appeared in practice. I think it
1: would have been. I would have preferred. To not have it with all Nomura's guys in jeans and 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 you know rock star yeah. garb and have it just be have them the match
0: o- the world that right they're or in. have the
1: old like Warriors of Light designs but like kind of darkened up or, or edgied up a little bit yeah. when you find but like I, I don't understand the obsession with bringing these guys that look like they should be fighting with guitars right you know, It's just I, I, I have a feeling it'll play very well. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, um, so
0: there's certainly hope for it, but I'm a little disappointed in it.
1: Yeah. It's just you know. I kind of expect that, I guess, from now, at it's, this point, from Final Fantasy. It's a fantasy. pretty bizarre
0: concept when you really sit back and think about it. Yeah. Um. And, yeah, it just it had too much of a comedic tone. Like, you'd never see something like that in a From Software game. No. You just wouldn't. It just
1: wouldn't happen. I would just prefer... No cracks jokes. Like, I much would have preferred if, you know, the classic Warriors of Light style and all that. But, like, you'd done them up like Dark Souls, and yeah. it was just like, you know, you could have made it, like, an impressive dark fantasy sort of, like, thing like that. Yep. And, you know... Sort of the real story is like not about these like golden warriors of light with crystals. It's, it was like no, that was actually a horrible, horrible time that everybody went through some real serious shit with. Yeah. Uh, and it was cleaned up in the legends to be more of an aspirational tale. Like that would be a cool way to kind of go about that and still keep that sort of edgy, dark thing to it. Yeah. But instead, you threw a guy in with motorcycle boots and that <laughs> uh, like head-butts wolves in the mouth, and I'm just like, okay. I'm they sure. did show it though. I'm actually surprised. Yeah, I mean, they showed it, it. it was there. I, it existed. It was a pleasant
0: surprise. I'll well say done. that <laughs> compared to some of the other stuff, I thought was more likely to show up. Yeah, like if uh,
1: you're not going to show Final Fantasy 16, I guess that's the next best thing. Yeah. Not even, yeah, they didn't even
0: show Final Fantasy 16. Not, not even
1: mention Seven Part Two, or they didn't
0: even mention 16. You know? I mean, that's they crazy. mentioned
1: it. Did they? At the end, they they did like a list of games. Oh, that's that that right. Coming. That's right. They did. It yeah. was in there. In that little
0: thing. Yeah. Okay. All right, we're just about ready to share our letter grades for the Square Enix press conference. But before that, here's a word from our E3 sponsor. It's time to find out why everyone is buying homes in Montana. The Shazer Ryan Realty has a totally remodeled four-bedroom, three-bath home for sale in Libby, Montana. Nestled next to the mountains on Libby Creek, this split-level home features almost 3,300 square feet of living space. It includes a fully finished basement, a two-car garage, a barn, a shop, and much more. There's a covered back porch just off the kitchen, so you can enjoy your morning coffee the way nature intended. At 479 dollars it's an absolute steal. They're selling homes as fast as they can list them. So if you're interested, do not hesitate to call Doug DeShazer at 406-291-1643. Even if you don't live in Montana, you can contact the professionals at DeShazer Ryan Realty, and they can help you with property in your area. For more, head to DeShazerRyanRealty.com. That's DeShazerRyanRealty.com. Okay, Matt, so it's time to deliver our letter grades for the Square Enix E3 2021 press mm-hmm. conference. What are you
1: giving it? I'm going to also give this a B-. Okay. It's, about, about, it's all right. It's all right. Yeah. I'm... C+, plus for mm. me.
0: Um, I thought they did... I thought the presentation was great. Um, a lot of the things that I complained about with Xbox and Bethesda, they actually did in this. Like, they explained mm. the games. They took time with each game. They weren't just rushing through. It wasn't just, like, trailer, dip to black, trailer, dip to black. It had a little personality to it. Um, there weren't many humans in it. They did kind of mm. have, like, the one girl from Life is Strange presenting some stuff. Yeah, they had the director from that, and they
1: had a the bunch of people from... From Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. And- yeah.
0: Yeah, it just felt more... People, a bunch
1: of people from Babylon's Fall. Yeah, it felt uh,
0: it felt more organic, more human, more informative. There wasn't as much fluff. Like, they threw to the, like, the mobile stuff, but each one of those was, like, 10 or 15 mm-hmm. seconds long. Um, I didn't find myself, like, dozing off or getting preoccupied.
1: I'm a little surprised they didn't do anything. Usually they spend some time on Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. Like, whatever the new, right, whatever the new expansion, expansion is, is for that.
0: They didn't show that. They didn't show Final Fantasy sixteen. really. No Dragon Quest, no Tomb Raider... Um, Brief mention
1: of Forspoken yeah. But no briefly, new, no new footage. Or no anything. new footage
0: of that. Uh, but overall, like I think for the time that they had, I think they made a good use of it. I thought what they showed looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I think, is going to be a lot of fun to play. Um, I don't know. We'll see what the controls are like when we finally get our hands on it. Babylon's Fall, Black Hole to me, um, I don't really care about that game. I care about it less the more I see of it, mm-hmm. which is not encouraging. If yeah. you're Square Enix. Um, but overall, I enjoyed watching the press conference. I thought it had a good selection. I thought it was stacked well. I thought they dedicated the right amount of time to everything. So, good job. I thought Square, mm-hmm. Square Enix did all right, and they, it has not done great in the past. So that's a no. Pretty... There
1: have been some dire Square Conference yeah. conferences in the past.
0: Yep. So I thought that was pretty good. Uh, if you guys have any questions for us, hit us up in the chat. Um, also, we didn't get to answer as many questions as we wanted to from microsoft and bethesda because we had to go straight to square so quickly so if you still have some questions about xbox and bethesda we're willing to answer those now as well uh here's the first one from edh420 what grade would you give sony for not
1: showing up and instead releasing ratchet and clank (laughs) As, as things, if, if the alternative was not releasing Ratchet and & Clank and showing up, I think I'll take Ratchet & Clank. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like, yeah.
0: because it's E3, I only just have, like, scattered time to, like, yeah, play I it right I
1: haven't played – I've played five or six hours of it at this point. But, like, I got to say, like, not to spoil December, but, like, if there's going to be a better game this year, I don't know what it's going to be. As far as craftsmanship,
0: I don't know if there will be one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, there's not going to be a better looking game or I don't think, I don't think there's going to be a a game. It's not on the
1: schedule right now. Right, or a game that even feels that good to play. I guess Forza Horizon 5 is
0: technologically in play, but like. But look, Ratchet isn't perfect either. Um, Like there, I have some criticisms of it still. Um, So I think there is some room for something else to slide in and I haven't looked at the
1: schedule. I Uh, don't. Interesting. I mean, I I do not see anything on the 2021 release schedule that I expect to like better than this game.
0: Okay. Wow. That's a strong thing to say on June 13th. Or it
1: whatever. also is a little bit of my commentary on what I think of the rest of 2021's <laughs> release schedule. To be yeah. fair,
0: it's not looking great. No. A lot of the big stuff has moved out. Or I mean, yeah. if
1: Horizon makes it, that's that's a that's a real competition there. Yeah. Um, but, like, right now, this is so head and shoulders above everything else I've played all year. It's pretty amazing. It's,
0: it's like a technical <laughs> marvel. Really, yeah. it is. It's like if you had shown me that game back in 1996 when the N64 yeah. and the PlayStation
1: were around, it would I wouldn't li- have believed you. I literally a, might have had, had a heart game. attack and just fallen over. I mean, like, there's moments already, It's moments <laughs> in the game where I don't know I'm playing now. Right. I'm like, oh, I can control you now. Okay, it, sure. Yeah,
0: because it'll show a cinematic, yeah. and it'll pull back, and I'll sit there for a couple of yeah, weeks. You're like, oh, it's me now. Oh, <laughs> I'm on. Okay. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, like, if in 96, like, th- even, like, CG back then, yeah. c- you couldn't even fathom this. Go and watch, like, the toy stories from back then. Mm-hmm. Like, they look like Dreamcast games almost. So, it's, uh, it's certainly, like, next level in a lot of ways. And
1: it honestly yeah. does feel like the first real next-gen game I yeah. played. It's like I said, only... I, I, the first time I smashed a crate in this game, I said wow out yeah, loud. And only Insomniac could make me say wow after smashing a crate. In a game. That should be the most boring thing in a video game by now. But they yeah. made it exciting again.
0: Yeah. if You, I don't, you probably didn't, but if you watched like, the first hour that I played and uploaded for our patrons, like I just I still was saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. First time I smashed a box, I was like, "Wee! Oh, wow. Yeah, and then at... like...
1: Forty minutes later, I smash a box, and I was like, "That never gets old. Mm-hmm. Like it just doesn't." Well, there's all, you know, that the first sequence in the in the big parade and all that, you know, the big setup thing, and then the, the title comes. You're like, "How is there more of this game? Yeah. Like, how, you, <laughs> how is that not just the first five minutes feel like it should have been like five years of work? I know, you know, it's, I know. Like, it's really insane. It's, it's
0: impressive, but yeah. I'm holding out. I think there can still be better stuff. Uh, let's get to some other questions. <laughs> oh, here's a good one from Minority Games. Which one is the better game, Babylon's Fall or Final Fantasy Origin?
1: I mean, in terms of, like, what would I rather play? Or what we just saw, yeah. Which do you think I mean, is the better game? I would rather game? play Final Fantasy Origin. That's just, a tough one just, for me. Just as a Dark Souls fan right, and someone right. who isn't automatically excited about a platinum game, I would definitely go Final Fantasy Origin.
0: That's a tough one for me.
1: Because, you know, or I'm not the world's biggest Souls fan. Strangers of Paradise. Is that what the thing's I wrote called? it down, actually.
0: Um, Stranger of Paradise. Stranger of Paradise. Yeah, PS5 right. demo coming. Also, they said. Oh, man, that's a tough one. Oh, I think I would have to go with Babylon's Fall. Mm. You know, I'm not a big Souls guy. And the other part of the game so far, what I've seen is kind of a joke. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not excited all that excited for either one I guess I would say it's like splitting hairs but I guess maybe Babylon's fall because I could play it with other people yeah I
1: also, I'd definitely rather play origin I both because I'm more of a dark souls player and also because like yeah all the character stuff in origin looks awful but it also is kind of hilarious yeah and I see no mirth in Babylon's <laughs> fall that's true like, I don't feel like I have a good time You're right I You're can't really right. make fun of Babylon's Fall because it's can, just sort of laying okay. there like a fish.
0: I can totally understand that angle. Yep. <laughs> uh let's see if we got some more. Um Don Lionheart. With some rather disappointing showcases so far, do you think Sony made the right call to not schedule anything? Well, I think Matt, you know Matt's answer. He's gonna say yeah. Like,
1: yeah. But it has nothing to do with the lack of right. you know, Sony hasn't done it for two years and they're not doing it for a third, and the reason is because they don't need it. Well here's what I
0: it. here's what I would say is that Sure, Sony missed an opportunity because it could have destroyed everyone. Mm. But it also kind of shows that maybe the E3 press conference is yesterday's news, mm. and maybe Sony's made the right decision to not participate. So yeah. it's kind of a double-edged sword when like you think Sony about it. Like, Sony
1: could definitely have blown everything else out of the water, but there's sort of an element of, like, why, why waste bother? Why waste your ammo? Yeah. you know, like, Yeah,
0: when you don't really need it.
1: Because so, you're not really in competition with any of these people in some ways.
0: And it's already, you know, PlayStation... I mean, I'm not going to just determine it right now,
1: but it, it, it's pretty certain that PlayStation Five is going to win Generation Nine. Yeah, I think micro, I think Xbox is going to close the gap to some degree, yeah. but like Sony doesn't have to worry about anybody catching them. Yeah, this gen, it, maybe it, next gen, maybe. Yeah, if Microsoft plays its cards. If Microsoft's right. like lineup and Bethesda stuff all comes through properly, yeah, like that. That makes it a, that makes it a race. Yeah. But right now, Sony is untouchable in it their is. space. It seems that way. Um, Um, their only only enemy is themselves at this point do I
0: think they maybe Sony had an opportunity to address the person who's still on the fence about which one to buy maybe sway them yeah I think they had that opportunity
1: but they'll have another opportunity to do that but you know what was an even better opportunity for that releasing Ratchet and Clank yeah (laughs) yeah
0: <laughs> and they showed the demo of Horizon right before E3. Yeah.
1: Like they did, they're doing exactly what they did last year, yep. and it's working fine for them. I'm sure we'll see them with a new state of play in August, right before the holiday season starts, and it'll all be fine.
0: Oh, so he, they did ask for a grade on that, <laughs> not showing up in, in Ratchet instead. I'll yeah. give that
1: a B minus. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll give that an A because okay. Ratchet's great. <laughs> it and is great. I'm having way more fun playing Ratchet than I have ever had watching a press conference. So. Yep. So the asking, "Where
0: is Cuphead?" They actually just showed it yesterday, didn't they? I thought they showed it at one of the smaller events.
1: Uh, Cuphead. I mean, they. Sh- I saw the trailer for the cartoon. I didn't see. anything Oh, maybe about that's game. what it was. Yeah, I just saw it sliding by on Sift. Yeah, 8. Wayne Brady is uh, King Dice. Oh, the in the cartoon. Wow. Wayne Brady is in fact going to have to slap a bitch. <laughs>
0: um. Ever a lot of people were asking about the absence of Sony. Um, here's another one related. Follow Nick. Sony had other plans. Do you feel like with the absence of Sony, Microsoft will feel like it doesn't need to bring its A game to E three ever again? No. No. Microsoft is still in second place, let's not forget. Yeah. Like it's not leading the market right now. It needs to put its best foot forward every time. Yeah.
1: I think they did that today. Yeah. I think it's just that's, that's the all best they, foot had. they had. Yeah, it's yeah. it's what they got. You know, yeah. you can't you can't do better than what's what's available. Yep. So next year I think it will be a much a much different story for Microsoft. I think they will have all the, almost all their big guns firing. Yep. At that you know, and who knows what Sony will do next year? Maybe they will feel compelled to do something next year. Okay. Uh, here's one from Fight JK. Overall, what
0: score do each of you give E3 2021 so far? I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. that's tough. Probably it's, a C plus.
1: Yeah, I mean it's just not.
0: Better than average because it's the first real E3 with next gen consoles, but mm-hmm. I feel like it could be better, much sure. better.
1: Yeah, again, but COVID I, has a lot to do with that. And. Yeah, it's, it's too many, uh, too many factors like messing with what it is or what it could be. And I, would I give it a higher score if like all my friends were coming back into town again? Yeah, absolutely. But like, so it's not. It's kind of a weird stopgap E3. Yep.
0: Um, Fox Fight. Were you disappointed that Final Fantasy Origin didn't seem to include any of the original game's mythic mythic trappings? I uh, would have loved to see
1: Amano's influence in the art. I would certainly prefer Amano's influence over Nomura's. Um, I mean, obviously Garland is straight out of the original. You know, that's that's. There. You're saying the demo drops today. Oh, wow. the Origin demo drops today. Thanks, um, Chad. So like, yeah, so it's it's there. I but yeah, I would have preferred the design of the original Warriors of Light adapted into, you know, the style of the rest of this game as opposed to, again, a, a bunch of dudes from a, a small-town indie band showing up <laughs> with swords. Like, yeah. this is, like, I really hate that. I really hate I that aesthetic. I and don't... the grunts and the... Just that stuff, all... too, but also, like, I don't know, I just, I don't like the modern you know, that kind of Final Fantasy 13 Versus thing where, like, the more I got obsessed with putting modern-looking clothing in on characters that are in these worlds, it just does not It doesn't not make work. sense. Yeah. Like, I think we're
0: starting to see some of the stalwarts of Japanese game development of your kind of showing their ass a little bit. Yeah. Like, Yuji Naka. Yeah, who, I was about
1: to say Wonder Wonderworld is uh, yeah. the Death Note something. not there anymore.
0: And, yeah. Yeah. It feels like there's a page turning going on in the industry right now. and some people are on the pages getting turned mm-hmm. <laughs> unfortunately um, which is again
1: I don't know like you know you could have shown almost anyone ball in Wonderworld early on and they would have told you that was a bad idea <laughs> like that's the thing I don't get is like there's there's did you show this to anyone before yeah. you did it like yeah. it just yeah, the gardener could have told you that was not gonna work in
0: a lot of these cases though particularly with Japanese development there's the honor thing that goes mm-hmm. on in corporate America there and like criticizing your superiors isn't something that you do as you don't often have to as criticize you in
1: the West. superior. Just do a focus test once in a while, <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but they're so secretive they don't want to tell. Anybody well, they may have done a focus test in
0: Japan the... where that resonates more than it does here. Who Maybe
1: knows? I don't know. I
0: hear you though. Uh, you're let's... making
1: these games for the world now, though, so it's, it's yeah. It's... They're trying to, but are they? Yeah, that's the thing. Is they <laughs> <didn't>. <laughs> they're not.
0: <laughs> that's. The so I don't know who you're
1: talking to. You bet Matt Mercer could have told you that was a bad <laughs> idea. He knows. Nice
0: callback. Uh, Vincent says. How much did you get to watch a Coke Media or Gearbox press conference, so you can see what a real bad conference can be? I've seen. I've been going, doing E3 for twenty some years. I mean, we jacked into Cyberworld <laughs>
1: yeah, back in the day. Exactly.
0: We've hung out with ninety nine million troop. Ninety nine million, million troops. troops yes. <laughs> yeah, like we've been there. We. I mean, nothing I've seen this year is as bad as some of the ones we've seen in the past.
1: Yeah, that 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 Tecmo conference and the Konami conferences sometimes were legendary. Yeah, the
0: Activision one was terrible.
1: Yeah, Sony 2006, where Jamie Kennedy or whatever Ridge got up Racer. And, yeah, like I, I mean, yeah, there's... like that. I was third or fourth row center for that Ridge Racer PlayStation 2006 one. Like there were moments I wanted to leave to spare myself the the em- empathy embarrassment for the people on the stage. Like it was. Yeah, there have been some bad. Yeah. Press we, conferences. we know what a bad press. Conference the Xbox is. One launched year conference where they'd spent 15 minutes on the espn app like it's it's been there's been some rough times yep uh these are not not even in the bottom half really uh hey
0: breaking news from chevelle man 1979 halo infinite out november 9th 2021 according Mm. to xbox brazil okay um vincent is saying that the other two are worse than i mean i'm sure they're worse than these i didn't yeah, I'm sure they're worse than these. But, yeah. yeah, that's why these got Cs and Bs instead yeah. of Ds and, those and Fs. those would probably get Ds and Fs, yeah. It's like,
1: <laughs> that's why they got Cs and Bs. Um, it would never have occurred to me to watch a Gearbox conference, really.
0: Yep. All right, one last question before we go uh, from Follow Nick. With so many games now on Game Pass and Microsoft Bethesda pushing the service so hard in the press conference, has it become a no-brainer purchase? Um, should Sony announce their response to Game Pass now? Has Xbox Series become a no-brainer purchase?
1: Is that what he's asking? Or does he mean Game Passes? Or is no-brainer? Game Pass? I mean, you need one for the other. Yeah. You're gonna I mean, if you pre- have an Xbox, you should have Game Pass. I would say. Because why would why you ever not? buy? Why, if you had an Xbox, why would you ever buy a game again? Yeah, certainly in the first party realm, everything they just almost everything they showed in that thing is going to be Game Pass. Day everything one. I didn't see anything that wasn't. A couple of the indie stuff, like really, really? Other things, yeah. Like, why would they show them then? I don't know. <laughs> throwing
0: them a bone. I mean, a maybe big they bone. were
1: maybe they are as well. They just didn't have the thing at the, the end of it, graphic, but, but almost yeah. everything else had the graphic at the yeah. end. Yeah.
0: I mean, I wouldn't say that it means you have to buy an Xbox. I would say if you have an Xbox, you have to have Game Pass. Like, mm-hmm. why would you throw money down the toilet buying physical games when you can get them
1: most? Yeah. Almost basically, all of them if you play, free. if you play two full price games on that thing in a year, you've paid. You've paid for it. it off. Yeah. And you're gonna. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, this year. Maybe a little dicey.
1: Yeah. But starting next forward. year,
0: you're good, man. That's like gravy. Starfield? Yeah. Like Dude, <laughs> <laughs> some people would pay 120 bucks for a Starfield. Yeah, if I might, could. depending I, on the depending <laughs> on the collector's edition <laughs> right.
1: bullshit they yeah. throw at me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love this. you give I'll me a good you. enough spaceship model, I will give you a lot of money.
0: Yeah. I mean, really what this this says to me is buy you need to buy both. And I know that seems outrageous right yeah. now. One because of the price, two because of the availability, but Really? Yeah, the good
1: news is that decision's kind of made for you right now. But so, you're going to get an Xbox. Right.
0: So, here's the thing though if you get an Xbox Series console and you have the subscription to Game Pass, that's all you got to spend. It's mm-hmm. not like it was owning two consoles in the past where you had to pay $60 for a game for each one of right. them. And if you add up what you spend at the end of the year, you're spending a lot of money. Not yeah. anymore. Like you yeah, can Between get... your
1: backwards compatibility library yeah. on the Xbox and the Game Pass library, you could theoretically not spend another dime on a game Never on the buy Xbox another for the rest, of the rest of the year at least.
0: Yeah. Plus with the free stuff that you're getting from PlayStation Plus and Xbox Live and blah, 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 the game has changed. Like now you can buy an Xbox, you can spend 10 mm-hmm. to $13 a month for Game Pass, and you're golden on that platform. And then you look at your PlayStation as your more traditional one where you're going to pay the $70. I, Ratchet & Clank is $70. 70 bucks, yeah. um, so you're going to pay a little more for games, but then you're going to pay for the games. But the games are going to be incredible. It's Sony first-party stuff. So um, I know it's hard to understand right now why should, you would be like, Shane, you're telling me to get both. I can't even find one right now. I get that. I'm talking about when things get to normal and all the chips and other parts that they can't source mm-hmm. enough of right now to build these machines are available – mid to late next year once you get your first console maybe start thinking about buying that second one but I just think it's great for everybody I think Generation 9 off to a great start um, I think it's only going to get better as we go and I think but when it's all said and done people are going to be playing more better games than they ever have and spending less money to do it I think it's
1: incredible mm-hmm. so that would be my closing statement yeah. or closing argument I still argument don't fully on. understand as Pactor might say where the profit deal is yeah, I know. for companies but it's working out well it's for not us not my problem yeah. I don't
0: care when people are like, where's Microsoft making this? Who cares?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm, I'm not a Microsoft stockholder. I don't work there. My job isn't on the line if they don't sell X number of games. And I would argue most of the people that work there, their jobs aren't on the right. line either. So right. who cares? Let them lose all the money in the world. Like, it is, if it's good for us, that's fine. Yeah. You know?
1: And it's, you know the, the coming years are going to be good for them like you know like you said twenty three in house developers now like that that they've basically rebuilt what we did not get the three studio announcement by the way no they but they did they have basically rebuilt their their first and second party yep. stable which they were was destroyed by the people I mean, was it who, who was who was running the show when they did Xbox One who was that I forgot Bill Spencer Bill Spencer yeah remember I called for him yeah. to be fired if you remember like they they gutted what they had built over yeah. the course of the three sixty generation and now they're just getting back to it and you can only imagine a world where they didn't do that and they still had that momentum where the xbox one was kind of successful yeah. what where would we be right now yeah that'd be who knows sony might still feel the need to come to e3 that's true yeah absolutely
0: absolutely all right, so that's it for day two of E3 2021. I hope you guys had fun. I had a blast sitting here. I'll say mm-hmm. this, my ass is really sore. <laughs>
1: yeah, these chairs are not as uh, comfortable as I remember Well, them. they're
0: fine for three hours. Yeah. It's yeah. when you start getting to like the six-hour mark where they're not quite as comfy. Uh, so I'm ready to get up and stretch my legs and actually eat something. I think I had a bowl of cereal to eat today, and that's it. Yeah, I haven't actually eaten anything today. That's all I've had. Uh, but thanks for hanging out on the stream. You guys were great. You had great questions right until the end. Uh, for tomorrow, we're thankfully... Getting a later start. Um, we'll be here for, I think Capcom's at 2.30 kickoff. Yeah. Yeah, so we're actually doing that? I think we are going to do it, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, we're not going to do Take-Two because Take-Two has turned out to just be a joke. A roundtable so, thing. Yep, yeah. so we'll be here for Capcom tomorrow. Our broadcast will start at 2.15 p.m. Pacific, 5.15 p.m. Eastern. And my guess is it's probably half an hour, or 40 minutes, mm-hmm. Capcom is. Uh, but we'll be back here tomorrow and we'll get a nice little break. We don't have to get up, crack a butt crack early to come in here for... uh, That's for Tuesday. That's Tuesday. And then Tuesday, Nintendo. And we'll be here bright and early for that. That starts at 9 Mm -hmm. a.m. And we'll be on... We will be online and streaming at 8.45 a.m. Be there or be square. So, Matt, thank you, man. I had a great time doing E3 with you today. Thanks to all you guys. It was a lot of fun hanging out with you guys, watching what really is the biggest press event for E3, I think that might be bleeding into my disappointment a little bit. Is it this mean, was the we'll big see what Nintendo's got. Well. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Uh, everybody have a great night. Thanks again for supporting us. Um, oh, by the way. All our shirts are on sale. All our latest t-shirts are on sale, 40% off. Matt was actually wearing one of them yesterday. Uh, our two designs, the Sifted Army shirt and the Arcade Cabinet shirt, both of those are on sale, 40% off, uh, just 15 bucks a piece. Get them at sifted.net slash store. Uh, the sale goes on until the end of the week when Matt and I do our Best of E3 awards on Friday. Uh, and then on Saturday, the prices will go back up. So if you've been waiting on a sale... Uh, to get our new shirts, now is the time to do it. Again, sifted.net slash store. Uh, so, anyway, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for the great questions. We'll see you guys tomorrow for Capcom. Have
1: a good one.